0: Welcome to the State of Survival. Green Hell is a game that puts the jungle first and foremost as your enemy. With dangers around every corner, will you adapt and survive in this green hell? Yarl, the opening of Green Hell is such an interesting world, right? It has like two story modes when you go into the main menu. And the two story modes are survival, and the other is a story mode itself. Now, I was kind of interested if the story mode and the survival are either separate or they linked. And from what I gather, it seems more like story mode is just a way to maybe ease into the game rather than just diving into survival mode itself.
1: Yeah, and, you know, when we were playing it, we had a lot of people say, hey, why, why aren't you playing survival mode? The area you are in is pretty dangerous. And they were kind of having fun at my expense since I've never played the game before and didn't know how to make a map. Which you can't, by the way. But what I gathered from it is it's kind of like Sons of the Forest. When you play the Forest or Sons of the Forest, there is a story mode. And following the story mode garners you access to equipment like the climbing pick, the chainsaw, the manufactured axe, the gun. um, And it's useful to find those items. Now, although you don't have to play the story mode in the forest to find these items, you could just wander around. Green Hell is another experience. Uh, I used to do mission trips to Costa Rica, and I was very impressed with how they did the jungle. And when Dimension and I left the camp to go see if we could find some salvage supplies or maybe new plants, within a matter of minutes, we were completely lost. And we were lost for (laughs) an hour and a half. And as it turns out, we were just on the other side of this ridge from where the camp was. But we had no way of knowing that because everywhere we looked, it was the same.
0: It all looked the same. It's easy to get lost, and even if you've blazed the trail like five, six, maybe a dozen times, it's still easy to somehow get a little bit off track and not realize that you went off course by like 20 meters, but yet still feel you're completely not in the same area.
1: I definitely um, recommend, I think chat was right, I would recommend the survival mode, just so that you learn where some of the locations of the essentials, like the maps and stuff are.
0: So... You would play survival mode and not story mode to find the locations.
1: I meant start story mode.
0: (laughs) I would, I would recommend playing
1: story mode even with your buddies just to get an idea of where some of these places are. Like he was talking to me about an airport, and I was like, Airport, what are you talking about? He goes, Yeah, there's big drug dens and stuff. And I'm like, Bro, I'm just trying not to be murdered by naked cannibals here. Okay. (laughs) And I'm I'm eating oh. I'm eating maggots because I didn't realize they were used for medicine and not food. I should have been eating grubs. And oh man, what a trip! What a trip!
0: The most cool thing about this game is the way even if you play storyline, folks don't get this wrong. The survival is still very much there. It isn't just oh I'm gonna go around and narrate a narrated thing and I don't have to do survival at all. No, if you don't try to survive in story mode. It's going to be extremely difficult because the game has you save to save progress. There is no auto save in the game. If you die in story mode, you have to restart from your last save point. So right. survival is very important. And that's why people like me and you were getting lost all the time in survival or I was in story mode because resources aren't always Cut and dry, like in other survival games, where you have an interactable interface. There are some resources out there that have a pick up sticks or, you know, rocks or whatever. But there are plenty of resources that you won't even know is a resource for you to gather until you actually cut down that plant or break that tree down or right. do some other
1: miscellaneous stuff. And they're stuff. regional too. They're regional. So when you get your journal, okay, what I love about this is it's a discovery progression system. Your journal is not pre-filled out. It's a, it's like three pages when you start. It's not like Sons of the Forest where, okay, I can see all the structures I could build. You literally have to F around and find out. Well, when you're trying to survive and you're bleeding to death and you've got fever and, and you're just eating mystery plants, that can become deadly. Only to sit there and go, there's got to be an easier way to make bandages. There's got to be an easier way to treat sickness or infections. The truth is, there is, but they could be located around a particular pool or spring. They could be located within the drug dens that you have to go to or near the airport or on the beach, you know? And without knowing where that stuff is, or at least, you know, the general, like the beach has these things we could try. We need to head to the beach. I think not... My chat was right. We should have played story mode just so that we were equipped with the regions, at least, and knowing where to get some of this stuff.
0: It is crazy just the amount of depth in the survival that, yeah, many other survival games have medical systems... But not a lot of survival games have that discovery is key to your medical treatment uh, systems in place. Like I think when you Mm -hmm. start story mode, you get like maybe one or two uh, medical item hints, like oh this this uh, bush is good for you and this bush is good for you, because your character actually is uh, essentially educated in plant life and other kind of stuff. Like the story mode actually says you have a degree in knowing what plants do what, but. The medical system allows you to inspect yourself. You literally have to like rotate your arms and pick off leeches and put ants to uh, clean suit, um, like lacerations and so many things. And while again, an advanced medical system like this isn't necessarily unique, what makes it unique is the fact that you have to be aware of what's happening with your character. Well, I guess there's a little spyglass on, on there that pops up. In the lower left-hand corner, above your health, if you're not really paying attention, you can quickly get into a lot of trouble. I mean, it's just crazy.
1: But what I loved oh, about yeah. about uh, Green Hell is the same thing I love about Daisy. Daisy has an in-depth medical system. The difference between the two, because I think they're equally in-depth, the difference between the two is when you're sick in Daisy, you kind of have to try different. Okay, maybe I have a cold. No, maybe I got a fever. No. Maybe I got this. No, it's not that. But the the solutions are simple. You scavenge them. Whereas with Green Hell, it seems they've looked at realism a lot. Putting maggots in your wounds to clean oh, yeah. out your infection is something our hospitals use. It's something we've been doing since the era of the Roman Empire. It's not new technology. But if you didn't know that fact going in, or even if you didn't know that the medicine is based on realism, like I didn't, you wouldn't think, Oh, there's maggots. I was eating them as food while Dimension was dying of infection. If somebody had told me, just so you know, the medicine system is really realistic, I would have been grabbing banana leaves. I would have been grabbing maggots. I would have been looking for those natural antiseptics and stuff like that.
0: Exploring is super important in these games because whether it's the storyline exploration and following that narrative, or even just being all like, Oh, hey, for this recipe, I need bamboo. Let's go find bamboo. And while you're looking for a bamboo, you stumble upon the drug, sh- drug uh, guy shack and find a map there. Which, by the way, there's five maps you can find. The, the world's quite big. <laughs> a lot bigger than I thought. Uh, but it is cool because they even include a mental sanity system in this. And I've experienced what happens when you don't get, take care of your sanity <laughs> firsthand. And it scared, it, It's it didn't necessarily scare me in real life, but it definitely made me jump because at first you realize, oh yeah, I'm losing my mind. So, oh wait, there's a there's a tribal there, a guy there. So I run up and I stab him and he goes into a red mist and I'm all like, oh, oh, okay, well, there are hallucinations and I'm working on my fire, trying to get it going as I'm too tired to like actually properly do the fire. And then I hear another one and I'm all like, oh, it doesn't matter. It runs up and it hurts me. I turn around and I hit it with my axe, and it disappears into a red mist.
1: I think it's an interesting way to approach it. I would not have approached it that way. It was my least favorite part of the game. I do agree that a sanity metric should be in the game, but I have watched plenty of shows where people have survived up to 90 days naked in the same environment. With no tools whatsoever, not even clothes, and that's nev- that level of hallucinations is very exaggerated. I think if I were to do the sanity mechanic, I would have done it to where you would have less stamina, you'd have a harder time sleeping, and there would be a chance of failure on the stuff that you're crafting. That's how I would have represented the sanity mechanic. Um, the other thing I did like about it, though, is the constant voice in your head beating yourself up. I think that was actually really good because I do think everybody has that voice in their head when things
0: aren't going well, they beat themselves up. Green Hell is a wonderful game that literally just had update 10, which was the Firewalker update, I believe. Or uh, actually, the update was an update that allowed you to do pretty much Horde mode nights if you build a specific altar. And if you survive all, like I think they said... 10 raids, you get a very special one-of-a-kind weapon. But it's cool that this game's still receiving updates and that Green Hell has tried taken a different approach to survival. While not necessarily a hundred percent unique in all these features, it's good that they have tried to reach out and make their own unique approach to a lot of these situations.
1: It's a breathtaking game. It is beautiful. It's- And if you have a good surround sound headset, you can just get lost in the ambience, the cacophony of life. But it's nice that they're spicing it up so that it's not nothing against DayZ. The beauty of DayZ is modding servers and going to servers that offer those different game modes. But in itself, Vanilla DayZ doesn't really have as many of these events as I'd like to see.
0: Definitely. And the question for our community. With Green Hell's clear cut direction, do you think Creepy Jar's next upcoming title Star Rupture will nail its own feel inside the sci-fi genre? Well folks, this has been a wonderful time talking about Green Hell. It has so many survival elements along with the story mode and even challenge modes. And Green Hell truly tries to immerse you in what it feels like to be inside of a jungle trying to survive. Whether it's dying from illnesses or many other kind of things. Green Hell's threats extend past bugs and other various things but drag wires and tigers. Oh my. So folks, remember from SOS to you, we appreciate you coming here. Don't forget to follow Ghost. His Twitch is actually down in our description and he streams almost weekly multiple times on the week and Red Falcon, our producer. Once again, folks, thank you very much for watching the State of Survival's take on Green Hell. Don't forget to subscribe.
1: Bye-bye!